everyone, you're listening to Poldark Fancast, a podcast about Poldark, sometimes created by us, your friendly neighborhood fancast. <laughs> I'm Michelle, I live in the States. You can find me on Tumblr, <laughs> occasionally, uh, at Poldark Muses, and I tweet at Music. And my name's Rita, I live in England, I Tumblr at Princess of Poldark sometimes again, <laughs> who knows, and I tweet at Rita Bite. And welcome back to another quarantine mini-sode. We're here every week during the lockdown with a new mini-sized podcast to listen to about something we watched last, well, okay, maybe not last week, well, yeah, we watched it last week. <laughs> in um, this case. Yeah. In this, uh, uh, this one that we watched last week, um, our Austin Fest continued with the movie Love and Friendship, based on the novel Lady Susan. But before we begin, let's learn a little about the film in our Wikipedia corner. Okay, so Love and Friendship is a 2016 period comedy film written and directed by Wit Stillman. The film follows recently widowed Lady Susan in her intrepid and calculating exploits to secure suitable and wealthy husbands for her daughter and herself. The film stars Kate Beckinsale, Chloe Sevigny, Xavier Samuels and Emma Greenwell. Stillman discovered Lady Susan in the late 1990s after he had finished reading my personal favourite, Northanger Abbey. (laughs) He found Lady Susan was included in the same edition and he became, quote, fascinated, unquote, with the story, believing it was too good not to be known. He thought that the novel had some good uh, features, but was inaccessible, causing it to be overlooked by filmmakers. Although adapted from Lady Susan, the film was produced under the borrowed title of Austen's juvenile story, Love and Friendship, which has nothing to do with this film, and confuses the shit out of everyone. Uh, Lady Susan was a short, epistatory novel possibly written in 1794, which when... That was when Austen was 19, by the way, which is... Wow. Wow. Tough to think about. (laughs) Uh, But not published until 1871. That's 50 (laughs) years after her death. Uh, She never submitted it for publication. (laughs) Uh, The novel's outlook is very different from her other work. Lady Susan has few parallels in 19th century literature because the main character is a selfish unscrupulous and scheming woman highly attractive to men who is perfectly unashamed of her her relationship with a married man she subverts all the standards of the romantic novel she has an active role she's not only beautiful but intelligent and witty and her suitors are significantly younger and stupider let's face it than she is and although the ending includes a traditional reward of morality lady susan herself is treated far more leniently than the adulteress in the other work that we saw two weeks ago, Maria Brenton in Mansfield (laughs) Park, who is severely punished and everyone is like, yeah, ruined for life. Shame. 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 (laughs) Ring that bell. Exactly. (laughs) Um, The film premiered at the 2016 Sundance Film Festival. Theatrically released on May 13th, 2016 by Roadside Attractions in 
Amazon Studios. The film received critical acclaim and was a box office success in North America. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a certified fresh approval rating of 97%. Wow. Writing, yeah, writing for The New Yorker, Richard Brody found the film to be deeply satisfying. <laughs> deeply satisfying? Oh, well. <laughs> Excuse you, sir. Um, <laughs> in his summary of the film, Brody stated that, quote, love and friendship is both a worldview in motion and, a, and the story of how it crystallized its portrait of a society changing suddenly, drastically, and gloriously through the delicate strategies and bold tactics of a woman who's honest with herself about what she wants and what she'll do to get it is strangely, deeply personal. Okay, so how familiar are you with the novel Lady Susan? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> Not at all. Um, I read it years and years ago. Uh, again, this is not one that I've revisited again. And I don't actually know why, because it is very short and very, very funny. And you could actually read it in one evening. And I think because it's like over 200 years old now, you can probably get it for free. So everybody go out and get that ebook. Um, <laughs> I actually really love epistolary novels. Uh... I would have loved it if Jane wrote a few more, like um, when we were talking about Sense and Sensibility and the fact that that was um, originally supposed to be in the same format. I was like, I think I would like it better if it was in letters. Mm. Um, Jane is a very good letter writer. She is a queen. I mean, think about <clears throat> Darcy's letter in Pride and Prejudice. And he oh, did... God. Queen. That letter. That oh, and, letter and the and, one in Persuasion. Uh, Yes. Yeah, Wentworth's letter in Persuasion. Oh my god. It's enough to make you just kind of lose your mind for a second. Yeah. And like Oh gosh. The quality of these letters in this novel is just as just as funny and just brilliant and uh Oh wow. And it's it's really weird to me that there've never been any other adaptations of this before because I think you've got characters here that are really fresh and different from like mm -hmm. your typical Austin fair that you get in the ugh, the weird trudge of 90s movies where they just put out like look isn't everybody fresh face and nice and falling in love and isn't it nice and you've got this yes. where it's from the perspective of the quote-unquote villain but it's just it's so funny this mm -hmm. is a really mm -hmm. good film uh, yeah. what yeah. what did you think about this oh I enjoyed it I I um you know, I thought that um, the story was, you know, just like the uh, Wikipedia um, article said, you know, it, it's, it was not what I was expecting, <laughs> um, you know, uh, when it comes to Jane Austen. And, you know, I thought that it was, I thought that it was really super enjoyable. I had, like, pretty high expectations about this movie. Like, I'd heard such great things for years. I don't know why I hadn't watched it. It's one of those things, mm -hmm. like, I don't really like to sit down and watch movies. I'm like, I need it to be done in 50 minutes. Um, <laughs> but I had I had seen a few Whit Stillman movies before and enjoyed them. Mm -hmm. But this was, like, way better than my high expectations imagined. Like, it was funny, and it was really well-paced, and all the characters were just oh, so hilarious. 
<laughs> and I think it's probably one of the better Austin adaptations I've seen because mm-hmm. it honors the source material, but again, because it's it was a pistolery and this is not, um, you can sort of craft the characters differently and it still works. Um mm-hmm. so they've made the the daughter character more sympathetic. She comes off quite stupid in the novel. Um but she's one of my favorite characters in the movie. Um everybody has their own like distinct quirk in this which I really liked. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It reminded me a bit of um Emma the first one we watched. Uh-huh. God, how how long ago was that again? I know that feels like feels like years. That was like the beginning of lockdown where everybody was watching the yeah. Tiger King. <laughs> Baking <laughs> yes. bread. <laughs> yes. Um but I was thinking like that and Emma, they're the more recent and they kind of tackle the ironic tone of Austin and like the social commentary. And it's less like wistful romanticism and running down a hill and, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. all that shit that was like really fun and romantic at first, but not really like, a, <laughs> like, I never felt like it fully captured everything that Austin was. And, yeah. you know, this has a bit more of a sharp edge, which I think is yeah. definitely more in the writing. So I liked, I was like, yes, this is. This is pretty good. This is uh this is good. This is good. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, so uh so who were some of your favorite characters and performances? Uh Kate Beckinsale, obviously. Yes. Yes. And I couldn't help th- like thinking like because I read also read in Wikipedia that they were going to originally cast Sienna Miller and I was like that's that ain't it. Who? Sienna Miller. Oh. Who is an amazing actress. Okay. But, yeah. Like uh, there's yeah. something about casting Kate Beckinsale who there's I don't know it's like quote unquote meta like there's this baggage that she has from being in the 95 Emma that you're just sort of like wow <laughs> in every scene you just keep comparing it to the 90s Emma and you're like this is wild and yet the same woman wrote yes. that <laughs> yes what about you? Uh, let's see how any uh let's see well yeah i i really like kate beckinsdale um uh, <laughs> uh i i think i'm one of the people that that saw the movie van helsing <laughs> um <laughs> and uh she plays the female lead in that and um i i have always chuckled over her i think it's supposed to be romanian <laughs> accent um oh. and this one moment where uh, this one moment where she says i've never been to the sea <laughs> you just kind of go what um and i i think i did say that when i saw it in the theater and said it loud enough uh, <laughs> for other people to hear yeah a- anyway um if you're looking for a- an absolute eye roller and they did a they did an episode of How Did This Get Made, the podcast about it. You have to watch the movie and then listen to the podcast where they rip it apart and uh, it's just Oh my gosh. To combined. Oh my gosh, I think I will have to listen to that because that sounds that sounds they amazing. They do take the piss out of her accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god, it is bad. It is really bad. Um, let's see. 
I <laughs> I loved the uh, performance of oh crap. Um, who was the idiot that she wound up marrying? Oh, uh, that would be Sir James Martin, or as I like to call him, yeah, Bees. <laughs> oh my God, he cracked me up. He's so funny. He cracked me up. Oh Lord. Oh. Um, I was just like, when you know, when it came out that she married him, I was just like, what? It makes so much <laughs> sense, though. He's the one man you could cheat. You oh, could yeah. cheat in front of him, and he would be like, oh, aren't we all oh, just yeah. good friends? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, really enjoyed him. Um, you know, I'm a big Stephen Fry fan. Kind of wish I'd seen more of him. Um, I loved that he just popped out to yell at people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was always in that back room somewhere, and he just popped out, yelled at everybody, and left. <laughs> oh, and I love how the um, Decor- uh, Catherine de Courcy Vernon was just like, Oh God, she's coming here, <laughs> <laughs> and just remained very. Um, oh, why are you here? Go she was away. so good at pretending to be her friend, though. She was every t- uh-huh. in front of her. She was always willing to listen to her nonsense. Uh, mad respect. Yes, I would like yelled at her, but like leave my home. You know the 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 young curate. Oh yeah. Um, I thought he was adorable. And I actually thought that uh, Frederica was going to wind up with him. He's too poor. Jane Austen would never. Well, yeah, but you know, I figured that that she would be she would be the type of 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 girl who would do that in spite of her yeah. mother. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that was that was pretty. That was all pretty slick. Uh, yeah. That was pretty slick. I quite liked. Um, the performance from whoever, how do you pronounce her name again? Morfred? Morfred? Morfred yes, Clark Morfred. As mm-hmm. Frederica Vernon. Um, like I said in the book, she's kind of more one-dimensional. And I really mm-hmm. warmed to her in this movie because there was she was still quite silly and innocent, but there was like something quite endearing about her. Every time she ran in and out, of, when she was running away from <laughs> Mister Martin, yes. and just like, and everybody was saying hello, and she just legged it down the hall. I was like, this <laughs> is a girl I like. <laughs> She's funny. Yeah, really enjoyed her. Um, and Chloe Sevengy, oh my gosh, I can't believe I actually said that right. Um, I I really liked her in yeah. this. I've kind of had, I've kind of had mixed feelings about her in some of her other um, films, but I really liked her in this and thought she played um, well opposite uh, Beckinsale. I also loved Lady Susan's relentless American trashing. <laughs> like even in yeah. front of her, she was like. <gasps> Oh my god, not across the pond. No. <laughs> and I think my favourite quote in the entire movie is when she was like, America really has shown itself to be a nation of ingrates. And she compares it to her daughter. Like, um, Ironically, I think I was watching it on like a four, around 4th of July. So uh, oh, nice. I was just like, yeah, this is exactly how British people react. <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah, and I've been uh, completely obsessed with Hamilton. 
since it uh, came out on Disney yeah. Plus. Um, and, um, you know, I hadn't seen the play uh, or listened to the soundtrack oh, wow. just because I just wanted I just wanted it to be Did fresh. you cry then? Did you cry? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Oh, I was a mess. <laughs> I was a mess. I, I can't you know can have done that. Like, I'm a big old, yeah, it's like I'm a big old sap. You know I me. Would have, I would have been um, uncontrollably for days. Oh, oh God. Um, I've been listening to the soundtrack basically nonstop now. Uh, you just um, said that word and then I got the stock in my head. He's just nonstop. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but uh, anyhow, um, you know, so having watched Hamilton and been all fired up about the Yay, America. Uh, Revolutionary Woo! War. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, uh, thinking back on this film and how, um, you know, poor... Um, Alicia Johnson and her husband um, had to flee <laughs> <laughs> because of their loyalty to the king. A message from the king. A message from the yep. king. Sorry. And, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, again, you, you know, every time they bring up America, it's like, oh, you can't go back and be tarred and feathered and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, God. Funny. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, Chloe Sevigny. There wasn't like a bad casting job at all. Like even the really no. small character, even Mrs. Cross, who was, just shows up to unpack and repack, is like funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it quite a yep. small cast as well. So like, so I bet it was. I bet it was a fun shoot, especially whenever they have to like <laughs> eat peas or talk about how n- it's 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 Churchill. It's a hill, and it's not a church. Wait, it's just, it's just, a, yes. all I saw was this house. <laughs> oh my god, the peas. <laughs> it's like, have you been raised in a, in a bubble, man? They're peas. I love that. <laughs> they're probably, they're probably English peas. Okay, so, oh my god. So, very, very funny. Very, very funny. Um, let's see. Um, I think we've talked about some of our favorite moments. Are there any others that come to um, mind? I quite liked like the intro of each character, you know, with the with their names yes. came up in the descriptions. That was really funny. Yes. Um yeah, and Mrs. Yes. Cross's description was helps pack and unpack, which I thought was <laughs> just marvelous. <laughs> I was like, well, well, okay, that's. It is also like really useful at the beginning when you're trying to work out who everyone is and how they're related to each other. Yeah, Um, yeah, brilliant. Um, And also, there's that thing that happens whenever someone reads something, and the text would come up on screen. That was really funny. Mm. There was this one moment (laughs) where um, Reginald dad um like he's reading the letter to his wife and then he go he's like no he goes back and rereads the word that describes something and he just goes long and it comes up on screen (laughs) (laughs) and i lost my shit i was like (laughs) that's so funny oh god um, I can't think of any others that I haven't mentioned. I just rewatched uh, the trailer because I was trying to refresh my mind, and there's also that bit at the end where um, 
that random man comes up and t- tries to talk to Lady Susan, and she's she's like really indignant and threatens to have him whipped. And yes, and she's yes. like, wait, did he just yes. spoke to you? Do you not know that man? And she's like, oh no, I know him. I would never talk to someone I don't know like that. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, oh god. god. I like oh god. One thing that really happened is that I ended up like sort of standing Lady Susan. <laughs> She's a huge mm-hmm. like bitch. But God, I respect her dedication to the cause of just doing whatever the fuck she wants and to- speaking to people. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just just deal with it, people. Like, no, I d- I just don't <laughs> like him. Um, and I re- there's this one moment where she's like, "Oh, I should have starved you more to Frederica." <laughs> Yes. And Frederica's like, no, I was starved. What are you talking about? And she's like, not really starved. Like, you were just slightly hungry. That's oh, not enough. <laughs> oh, God. It was very fun. Uh, anything you didn't like? No. Was there anything you didn't like? I thought it was pretty... It did everything I wanted. <laughs> It earned every one of those ninety-seven percent. <laughs> What's the three percent? Who, who's huh? watching this and like? I can't do it. No, <laughs> like going. Nah, I don't think so. People, nah. maybe they were like really angry at the lack of horses or something. I don't know. That's not not <laughs> enough horses. Yeah, yeah. I, comparatively with other Austin novels, there seem to be horses everywhere. This just replaced the horses with gigantic hats, and I approved. <laughs> you you are a hat fiend I just like the drama of it all I think it's mm-hmm. ingrained from uh, Catholicism where you sort of dress up for church yes oh yeah you gotta, oh, yeah. gotta wear that fancy hat gotta, oh yeah it happens all the time in black churches here yeah, see <laughs> you get it Yes, put on that Sunday best, girl. Wear that gigantic hat, Um, because then people will pay you the most attention. You're the most religious, because your hat is the biggest. Yes. Accidental (laughs) rhyme. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Um, Let me see. What would you give this adaptation out of ten? Don't disappoint me, Rita. I'm going to say ten. (laughs) I was going to say, if you don't give this a ten, I'm going to throw up my hands. (laughs) I feel really uncomfortable giving it a 10 because, like, I've been so harsh on absolutely everything. (laughs) But if you enjoyed it that much, it deserves the 10. It's just funny. Yes. Uh, Think about how many Austin films we watch and how many of them don't make you laugh at all throughout the entire thing. Exactly. Exactly. Austin needs comedy. She's literally... Yes making jokes constantly throughout her works and like you will watch Mm -hmm. like we watched three episodes of sense and sensibility not one good joke no in comparison to this downright dour yeah so thank you jane thank you jane thank you jane and thank you uh will stillman for picking this ball up and running with it yeah (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, if he hadn't decided that this would make a good film, we would never would have Well, seen thank it. you, Northanger Abbey, for having that attached to the end. I mean, Northanger Abbey's yes. work is never done <laughs> being the best. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, gosh. Gosh. Um, you know, I think when we finish this up, we're going to have to put all of the films that we've seen in. This would be near the top, I, I think. think. So far. I think so. I mean, I I've never so. laughed over peas so much in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. So funny. I forgot to mention we have an email. So. <laughs> oh, oh, awesome. Strap yourself in while I read this email out. Uh, All right. Okay. So, hello, Poldark Fancast ladies. Hello. Hello. I adore your podcast, and I'm very glad you're carrying on even after Poldark has come to an end. I'd love to hear your take on these pieces below. Hopefully this will help assuage your longing for period dramas until the world resumes a sense of normalcy. These films are not in any order of preference, just off the top of my head. I've enjoyed these over the years. Hope you'll do so as well. I was greatly amused by your mini-episode for Emma, and would fancy a comparison to the 1996 version if you're willing. Okay. So first off, she suggests uh, The Favourite. You know, the the favourite. The what you know the one that she won the Oscar for, what's a Olivia Coleman when she was all like weepy and amazing. Yeah, you know, I never saw that. Me either. Yay. Okay. That's all not this. Alrighty. Uh number two, Far From the Madding Crowd. Have you seen that? Oh yes. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. I, I was like, I wanna run away and oh. start a sheep farm and fall in love oh. with them. <laughs> oh my god yeah that was absolutely stunning that was uh, stunning and then well, number... i would not i would not mind rewatching that me one. neither <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's see how long covid lasts for um <laughs> three <laughs> uh based based on how things are going here oh yeah you know christmas baby christmas <laughs> <laughs> christmas trapped in my house I mean, you're trapped at home for Christmas anyway. Like, people force you to be with, like, everybody come together and stay inside for a day. But, but see, that's fine if it's only, you know, every now and again. But, you know, this has been going on since March. Yeah. I'm I'm getting tired of these people. (laughs) Don't worry, we've got a lot of movies. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, no. I'm sorry, I interrupted. <laughs> so her third suggestion is Belle. I think we've both, we've both seen that as well. That is a good movie. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. Four was Colette. I, I have seen Colette. Have you seen Colette? It's on Netflix at the moment. I have. It's on Netflix. I mean, you've got to watch a little Kira Knightley queer baiting occasionally. It's fun. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. Okay, oh, dear. number five, the War and Peace miniseries. 2016. Um, Did you watch that? Oof. No. I mean, it's a bit of a... It's it's oof. <laughs> Everything you love dies. <laughs> oh, God. I, I can't take that. <laughs> uh, okay. I can't take that. That's just... Oh, God. We're not going to do any, like, long, depressing Russian literature then. Um, uh, no, no, Another no, suggestion no. would be Emma, 1996. Um... And seven, Much Ado About Nothing, the 1993 director version. <laughs> oh my god. That has Emma Thompson, but it also has Keanu Reeves, <laughs> who I adore, oh, but should not but, be in oh, Shakespeare. Oh, he should not 
do Shakespeare. And it was no. weirdly like set in Tuscany, which was strange. And then like it was all weirdly like the wrong period. And I don't know. I don't know <laughs> if I can sit through it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, the email sure continued with, I'm hoping one day that the cast of Poldark will indeed be able to reprise their roles for an appropriate continu- continuation of the latter novels. Meanwhile, it will be fun to just fancast the ideal actors to play the up-and-coming generation of the Poldarks, the Luggins and like mm. in our heads. Hope mm-hmm. you're both staying safe and well, and well during this uncertain time. Thank you for providing so many hours of entertainment. Cheers. That's from Serena. Thank you for getting in oh, contact, Serena. That was lovely. Thank you, Serena. And we're definitely watching The Favourite. And oh yeah, potentially yeah. far from the Madden crowd. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, same- potentially? potentially? No, 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 no. Yeah. Ink, that, ink that mofo in. Okay. but i'm not doing keanu reeves and shakespeare again once is enough no no (laughs) draw the line there (laughs) and war and peace because no it was a very good series to be fair and it had my personal favorite hottie well not personal favorite like that would I, I, i don't have a list of favorite hotties but james norton would be in it like he would be oh yes he would be in that that list if i had one yes he's very 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 good in this and i think he gets with lily lily james is that what her name is lily james Uh uh-huh uh-huh he's he's really really good he's just get him in more period drama stuff like why is that not happening (laughs) oh gosh hey you know we didn't talk about wigs not once oh okay (laughs) Do you have anything to say about the wigs? I thought they were big and beautiful. They were good. Yes. They didn't look like big. their real hair, but was... they're not supposed to, really. They're a lot no. of... That would have just been, like, weak pieces. <laughs> yes. Um, but, you know, we can't have an episode where we don't talk about wig wigs. talk. Yes. <laughs> Well, we've done hats, we've done wigs, I think we're done for the week. <laughs> okay, alright. Well, that is all from us this, uh, in, let me start over again. Uh, that is all from us in this week's mini-sode. Uh, we'll be back next week where we'll be continuing our Austin season with Austin Land. Uh, and if you have any other suggestions about what we should be watching after that, or just want a chat, then please get in contact with us. You can message us on our blog, Email us at poldarkfancast at gmail.com or find us on your social medias at poldarkfancast. And as ever, do us a favor and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Uh, Thanks so much for listening. Stay safe. Stay at home. Wear a bloody mask. Wear a mask. Oh, my God. Um, And we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.
And everyone wants to hear a strong opinion If it's the same as you And they say honesty is the best policy If that were true Don't think all of my friends would hate me Society is sucking on your dick And since I got a pussy, I'm a bitch And since you are a dude, yeah, you can tell the truth But as soon as I do, I'm a bitch Society is sucking on your dick And since I got a pussy, I'm a bitch And since you are a dude, yeah, you can tell the truth But as soon as I do, I'm a bitch There was a time this guy, he tried to tell me Men can cheat, women can't Then he proceeded to ask me Song's done. Song's done. You're done. Fuck!